Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. I have been trying to record this episode for a while and I think I may I may either release this or I'm just going to write it out and then you know write read it as like a script. Um, because I'm trying to communicate a concept that is occurring that I'm not sure how to communicate. But essentially, once I have pared down my things to a certain extent, and I'm not an extreme minimalist, like I, I've not gotten to that point. Um, you know, I still have things. So, which even technically it's extreme minimalist does, but, um, you know, I have, I have more than they would have. Um, what I'm finding is that there are devices and items that I have that I'm very content with, that I have no interest of donating or you know giving away or any you know any of these type of things because they they have presented themselves I guess as core items that um, you know are just add value to my life add joy to my life um, have utility for my life um, on a regular basis right so the thing is when you have a lot of little things how to say this it's like when you have a lot of things like too many things you can't really maintain the things that you have very well and like financially also it it's more difficult to not just financially but it's just more difficult to give the things that you have if you have too many things the time attention resources you know which could be money um it could just be time or attention or whatever that these devices need or things need um you know it could be clothing or whatever like for you to actually use this stuff. Um, it just, well, you don't have the time to, you don't have the time, resources, money, etc., to either maintain them or even appreciate them, I suppose, um, or use them on a regular basis in your life. So the more I'm paring down, you know, there's, 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 how do I say this? This is it should be a simple concept to explain, but I struggle with it. Because I have less items now, then it's easier to notice whether the item is fine and you don't need to do anything with it except use it and, you know, appreciate it for whatever value it's bringing. Um but you don't I struggle with explaining this. I don't know why. It shouldn't be this difficult. 
Um, the it's it's e easier to notice details about the items that you have so you can become more or you just become more discerning about the items that remain mm -hmm. right so you notice the quality the look the textures the colors um because in a cohesive like living space whenever you look at these instagrammable spaces you know like you there's just these like little houses or rooms and houses that just feel so amazing and cozy and and just you know especially on the minimalist side of things and you're just like wow you know you immediately start to relax um when you have fewer things you notice not just the the details about each item but whether each whether the items are in sync with or sort of matching with the other items that you have in a particular space so for example um in well <laughs> I, I i think i've talked about this sort of like color palette like having a simple color palette of maybe three separate colors like four maximum but really like trying to go for three in a room seems to be um like one sort of way to achieve that s sort of cohesive feel and that fourth color may be just like slightly different than one of the other colors so you can't quite tell but it's just a nice subtle difference that's where interior design gets really interesting um but for example like i guess the easiest way to talk about is my computer desk so i have there's a huge black and gray theme when it comes to my computer desk computer desk the computer monitors are black um the computer that I have is gray and black the mouse that I have is gray and black the keyboard that I have is gray and black um, I have a the, my palm pilot that I keep on the desk that's gray and the the uh, case that I have for it is black and the dock that's there is black um, I have a little USB extender so I can easily, uh, like I can hide my computer underneath the desk, but I can, um, have or off to the side and then I can have a, um, easy access. So USB stick, you know, um, my chair is black. My, I have a blanket that I keep in that room that's gray uh, so it's it's like uh, my, I mean I could keep going my printer is black um, it just sort of goes on like that and at first this was not the case and 
didn't have that sort of sense of flow and cohesiveness and I started to recognize like, oh, my keyboard does not match my mouse, right? Or like, yeah, because now even I have a mouse pad that's black. So, um, or, you know, and, and before I had mouse pads that were just like random colors, you know, because what you tend to do or certainly what I did was like when you you have too many things, you you are less picky about the items that you have and you generally just like want the cheapest thing that does the trick, you know. But when you have less things, you can not necessarily have to spend more money on it, but you become more discerning about the items that you bring in, right? So it could be cheaper than what you had before. It could be the same price, could be more, but it's the, but it, you make sure it fits within the space. And so, you know, the other color that I have in that room is my, it's like a dark brown wood desk. And then the legs are black. So that's the sort of, I guess, I don't know, would you call it an accent color or something with the wood? I'm sure interior designers would understand this kind of stuff. Um, but then it's like there's questions about the walls. Like the current color of the walls um, in that room are not gray or black. Um, and so it's like I'm realizing like, oh, there's there are um, shades of gray that can make sense on that wall where it would be a similar, um, I don't know, like hue, I guess, but it's, but being a gray makes that just wrap up with the space even more. Right. And then if you look at the floor, it's like, is that the, the right color to match with the rest of the space? And then you can even get into like, are the, vents in the room the same color you know or one of those colors uh, or the cold air returns or whatever you know um, the lighting fixtures do they also matter? like you can start to get into those details because there's just not a lot to worry about there's just not a lot of items in there um, you know even the printer I mentioned I have a black printer before I did not before I had a, a color that was like an off-white color and then I realized, like, as I wanted to have this cohesive theme, then I had to, to you know, change that. Like I said, change mouse keyboard, um, little things like that. Also, in that process, it's a perfect example, is, like, I don't need, like, I know that I need a keyboard and I know that I need a mouse. So not just changing the, like, picking being more discerning about the color it's being discerning about is this the best keyboard for me is this the keyboard that works the best for me and i went through a process of like trying this out I actually tried a few different keyboards until i found the one that matches for my needs and it fits aesthetically but it's also just the right sort of size and shape um, and it's 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 interesting because you could any of these small things can become these huge rabbit holes where there's a whole world about keyboards that I just didn't really know existed 
where it's this just this enthusiastic community um, that's really passionate about keyboards and then there's all these different sizes of keyboards and there's different um, keycaps <laughs> and the amount of travel in the keys is different between keyboards and then they have these little switches underneath the keys that make the clicking you know noise and allow the key to go up and down and there's different types of those things um, which come in different colors and they make different sounds and the the interesting part about it is like if you embrace that you actually can find a keyboard just like a you know where it's instead of just being a keyboard it becomes something that's really enjoyable you know it's really aesthetically pleasing it really fits the the look that you're going for the vibe you're going for in a room it feels good it sounds good um, and so now you've taken this you know this thing where you have now like enhanced one of the core items that you have and you you know I'm just using a, this this is an example but it could be many different things we could be talking about wardrobe or um, many things but that little change then it just creates more like joy in the space just more enjoyment to use it it's like it just sort of amplifies all of those things the, the aesthetic uh, flow the like I said this the appealing nature of it the joy of it um, you know and then then I went down the line of like my mice mouses <laughs> like a computer mouse and and looked at different um, brands and um, you know, different functionality in, in the ergonomics and, and, you know, the same thing, you know, does, does it also match with the keyboard and does it match with the other things? And, um, had that experience of trying out a few different, uh, mice and, until I finally settled on the one that I have now that I'm just really excited about. I, I really enjoy it. I think it's great. It's the best choice. Um, both you know that, that I can make um, and it's just a you know it's a good device and and also thinking about like the way that you charge the keyboard and the mouse like do they use the same ports you know so then you have one less cable to worry about when you when you need to recharge these things if they're wireless all these things come into play and uh, and you can start to think about like the ideal situation um, because you can make changes over time to move towards this thing, especially again, if you have less things to worry about. So, you know, it's the same amount of money that you would spend, you know, hypothetically to maintain or upgrade many, many things that you have. If you use that same amount of money to upgrade just one thing, then that you know now you have a much nicer thing um and then that's sort of like this multiplying effect that occurs uh just from a positivity standpoint so i'll give you another example um i made a podcast about beds and pillows uh 
and how you know I've made decisions about those and tried some things out and um, and now I can be very particular about that so what I've done is I actually found a company that makes a pillow that's somewhat similar to what I described of like how a pillow should be designed so I've just ordered this pillow which is the most expensive pillow I have ever purchased in my entire life by far um, well I would say by far yeah I mean by far it's like four times more expensive than any other pillow I've ever purchased um but again it's like i don't have that many things and i and i've determined that a pillow is a core item that i need so we'll see how that goes and that's sort of like the part of like and i'm not trying to do all of these things at once it's just small incremental changes over time you know the mouse and the keyboard thing happened over the the span of last year where uh and probably it even went into the year prior where i was trying a different mouse and you know didn't i didn't quite understand that sort of cohesive feel of uh these you know how items fit together but now that i do uh you know there's there's like another thing that um i'm looking at now like where for me i've made different changes with food items that i purchase and it just so happens that so the way that food works for me well is that more of the how does this basically i use more freezer space than i do fridge space and as far as i know there's no like refrigerator size thing that has more freezer space than it does fridge space and so i'm looking into a freezer chest to have additional space for these items that i use you know it's, it's, it's like there's a utility for this it fits into the flow of how i use things um, ultimately i could get a smaller fridge uh, refrigerator and really have sort of like a mini mini fridge and a not quite mini fridge because mini fridges are really very small but a small fridge and then a chest freezer you know just sort of working out how that works out for me and then the question is like chest freezes come in different colors they come in white and they come in black and so then i start looking at the kitchen and thinking oh what color is the refrigerator is it which one's going to match better with the fridge what color are the cabinets what color are the handles on the cabinets right things that just when you have a lot going on you have a lot of stuff you just don't even notice this stuff and now as i'm being so discerning about bringing products into the home i don't think of them in an isolated way i don't just think oh i need a chest freezer let me just go buy the cheapest one i can get i think you know a obviously like doing some research about brand and reviews like you would do on any product but how much space does it take up 
not taking up more space than you need it to take up, right? So maybe the smaller one, or maybe maybe the mid-sized one, or the big one, whatever. Whatever is the correct thing for the space, and also what's going to be taken out of the space, because I'm not going to just put a new thing in and not take something out. So I already have basically a, this dresser thing. I don't. It's not a dresser thing. It's like a little storage. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. It's like a, maybe kind of almost like a side table height thing that I've had in the kitchen for the longest time, and it doesn't match the rest of the kitchen, right? It's just this, this like random wood color that's just nowhere else in the room, and it's just never been... It's just like because it was there, I've used it for storage, basically. And now that I've eliminated most of the storage out of it, I'm, I can now get rid of that thing. And it's a perfect space for this, to put this freezer that has actual utility for me in my week-to-week life. It's going to you know enhance that in a way. And so it's not only am I removing something that doesn't match, now I'm putting something in that has more utility, and it, it's going to match. So I'm making those decisions as I go. Right, and you start to think about the again more of these things like, okay, well, what? Oh, the trash can is it is this color, and the, you know, like, <laughs> because if you look at a kitchen, there's like usually the countertop, the, uh, the color of the cabinets, and then like the flooring, right, and so there's like potential for like three colors right there. So then do you also have like a mismatch of other things or does your, you know, does the curtains match the color of the, um, the cabinets or not? And I, I realized just the other day, oh, like in throughout this process of like getting this one thing, like, oh, my curtains in the kitchen actually don't match. They're, they're not the right color. They came with a set of things for a different room, and they're just not, you know, it just doesn't make sense. So, you know, so I can now make that adjustment. And, you know, always looking for the, the best quality so that the thing lasts the longest, so you don't have to change the thing. And um, all of these little decisions add up over time. And the it becomes more of like a what per, is per, your mind perceives as a minimal space because it doesn't have the additional um, the variety of colors and um, you know that that goes beyond sort of a, a a minimalist sort of color palette or just like a minimal color palette which. Um, which makes a difference. I mean, some people might say, well, I like a lot of color in the room, and I guess I'm not saying anything bad about having a lot of separate colors. It's more like if you're going to have a room with a lot of colors in it, then is that theme consistent throughout the whole room? That's what I mean, right? Once you make it consistent, then it becomes like a, a cohesive thing. So you could do this in different ways. And I just personally like a muted palette because I like 
to reduce visual clutter. Um, I don't like labels on products if they're in my view, you know. So if I have like a soap um, dispenser or something, then I, I don't want to have just like the bottle from the store sitting there that has this label on it. You know, I'd rather just have like, I'd rather just take the, the label off of it, of it or just have a container specifically for that matches the rest of the space that you put the soap in. And then that's just like another thing. And all these little things add up and it just becomes, again, more relaxing. Um, you know, it, things just sort of flow better. And I'm just continuing to sort of go through this process and evolve the process and and I find it to be really interesting and, and it's like there's things that you know I'm not saying in any of this like you need to go buy new things in fact like it's more about like finding your style and aesthetic that's ideal for you and which could be anything you know, you like might be a mid-century modern person. You might like like maybe the '80s style or the '60s, '70s style or the '50s style or or you know any particular thing. Or like it could be a particular region uh, or a particular like country or you know there's there's all sorts of different aesthetics, and so you have to sort of pick which you know what you like and what works for you, and then it becomes. It becomes like it's easier to create your ideal vibe when you have less things to deal with um, because otherwise it's just too much right and then but when you have this few things and it, it really does like I recognized the other day that I had an item in a room that I didn't need to be there like, at all but it was just, it had been in this room for a long time. It was just like a little box and it was like, it didn't, it didn't like, at, <laughs> there was like a temporary purpose of why I put the, put it there, but that purpose has long gone and I just had never moved the box. And, you know, with this sort of process, like, you actually more you notice these things a lot sooner like it's like going from the sort of state of i guess what the average home was like where there's people have so many different things you just don't like you're there's so much visual i what i call visual clutter going on that you just don't notice stuff you'll just walk right past things you know something could be off in the space and not, you know, not fit in the space or, or need some type of maintenance or cleaning or whatever. And you just, you could walk past that on a daily basis. Like, so you might see that thing, technically speaking, like, you know, hundreds of times a year, but you just never, it just doesn't register in your brain of, Oh, that's the thing I need to take care of, you know, or, this is something I need to take out of the space or adjust in some way, um, replace with something else or just remove and have the space, whatever. Like, so, I, you know, I used to be like that. There would just be a lot of, of those instances. And now what's interesting is more and more I'm 
actually just more aware of the little things that are around and again whether they fit into this whole context so i do find that quite interesting um and so i think i've explained some of it the other part of it is like for example you know i've gone down through the rabbit hole of which which phone makes sense from a minimalist perspective for me to have the least distracting device possible you know i've tried out devices like the light phone 2 and did a bunch of research on other devices um you know i i, I used like the palm pilot with you know and had a um actually you know, sort of as a enhancement to the light phone 2 to give me you know calendar contacts and um well, you know applications that were much easier to, to set reminders and calendar appointments and dates and you know things that were um, beneficial I could talk about palm all day but I this is why I still have this palm pilot but um, but I ended up settling on oh, okay like an iPhone with screen time set up appropriately in a specific way which I've you know still have not written a book about that I feel like I need to um, that's the like the best way for me to have a distraction free device I did make a YouTube video about it years ago uh, that explains most of it most of the process so um, so I look at that and I said okay well look the iPhone is the device that I am that is a core item for me um, and so of course it's always like up for being challenged you know like if if there is another device that comes out which I'm just not seeing happening um, that you know fits the same way that I need to have a device and have the ability to manage a device then I'll consider that but but at the moment it's iPhone you know that's it and I have a particular iPhone it's not the newest one by far it's a uh, it's a you know specific one that um i really enjoy and it, it fits specifically for like for re very specific reasons that i have um for being you know particular about having a device that makes the most sense for what i need basically um the you know it does not have the newest camera which is like a nice thing to have is you know there's new cameras on the iPhones so there's always a evaluation of okay well does it make sense to upgrade and again because there's not a lot of device not a lot of items not a lot of devices you know it's not that big of a deal if I needed to upgrade then I could but I've evaluated that in this case and for me the answer is that I do not need to upgrade. You know, I'm perfectly content with what I have. So this, you know, it's not about having the newest thing. It's about having the thing that fits what, you know, your lifestyle is. And and it's, you know, it's just, just constantly question that thing. You know, I realize that sometimes it's that you need actually a new item um, in order to make your space more organized and minimal. So, for example... 
I realized I need a, sh- a shoe rack. I actually had a shoe rack at one point, and you know, I don't know, moving. I got rid of a lot of stuff, and at some point, I got rid of a shoe this shoe rack, um, which, even if I still had it, doesn't match aesthetically with what the the rest of this room is like. So I would have looked into that anyways. But I realized, oh, like for me, having a shoe rack is actually very um, useful to for me to have a look, slightly more organized walk-in space. And, um, you know, so there's there's that. But then, you know, again, it's, it's the evaluation. I haven't made a final decision on that. But it's like as I am looking for that product, I'm making sure that it's like, you know, a smaller one. I don't need something that's bigger than I need or that holds more shoes than I need, you know, because I don't have a lot of shoes, right? It's just I have shoes for different um, purposes, right? So, you know, so there are more than one because they have, they each have a purpose. Um, But I've already found that the the shoes that make sense for me, so I don't have to ever think about buying another shoe again, and this is part of like the decision making that I make about buying products. If at all possible, I love to have products that do not change over the years. So I can buy, you know, whenever my shoes wear out, I can go to a website and buy the exact same shoes, the exact same size, and it's not a not an issue. You know, so it's like in the past, it would be like I would if I needed a pair of shoes and I had to go to the mall and I have to I have to look at each store and I have to try to figure out like which one do I like the most? And they're constantly changing, you know, the design. So it's like and I have to try things on and then it's well, which one is on sale and which one's not. And it's this huge thing. It was like a whole day experience just to go try to find a pair of shoes now that decision's already made. You know, like I said, when I once I once those shoes that I have start to go, then I just I get another pair that's the same one and it if it happens to be on the sale at the moment, fine, but it does not need to be. You know, it's just it's just that much easier. So there's there's so many of these things that more and more of the stuff has has come together like the type of sunglasses I have um, I have more and more items that I don't want to change ever really I don't need to change ever um, I found it took me quite a while to find a pair of sunglasses that I love and once I found that I was able to find you know basically long story I can go into it but basically I, I was able to find another pair of the exact same kind and I bought those so I actually have like a backup of some of the things that I like some of the things that I know that I can never buy again like they're not going to be released in the store again some of those more like you know fashion items um you know I have a you know I actually bought a couple backups of the of those sunglasses so that like you know if the primary ones get damaged for whatever reason then it's not an issue um, because you know it's very difficult to find the sunglasses that I have anymore like you have to really like 
it's a whole process. It took me years actually to tr track down some some backups. So yeah, so it's like sunglasses I never have to worry about again. The socks, I already know what kind of socks I, you know, like the kind of boxers I have, like all of these things um I, I don't have to think about the phone like for my for watch like i i have an apple watch it makes sense for me i have a i have a um you know i do have a, a vehicle i've talked about like not having one for a while by choice and i've purchased one that's that's more of a classic vehicle that does not have bluetooth in it so for me having an apple watch is really useful i can take a call while i'm driving i can get have directions on my watch um, you know, there's a lot of convenience there that just makes sense. And it's something that I use on a regular basis. I don't have to have my phone with me all the time. You know, I can just be walking around and, and, you know, get the notifications that I need. And I, I'm very specific about how I set up the notifications that I have. So I'm not getting pinged all the time on my phone. It's just, it's working for me in the ways that I, that I need, you know, and I have always that quick glance of, the time obviously um, I can control my smart lights with that um, you know which also is just like a thing that I've done over time to figure that out um, and it's just super convenient you know for me I like having it for several reasons you know you may it may make sense for you it may may not um, and so like I did make the decision at one point to upgrade my Apple Watch because I had you know I had a series I had a series four, which is a phenomenal Apple Watch still. You know if you've never had one, you're thinking about getting it. Like the series four is like that was really when it, I think it hit its stride, where it be, it was really a powerful enough device uh, and to just be just a good experience. Um, and then. So I, I I evaluated if I should keep that or if I should upgrade and you know decided to upgrade to the Series Seven, um, which has uh, some features that enhance my experience you know just a little bit more because it's something that I use on a regular basis. It's a it's a core item for me. Um. So it's it's quite interesting. It's like these little things that that occur it's just easier to maintain things you know I, I had a issue with like a sink recently with a slow drip and I was just able to you know replace that myself and and just noticing the things more you know like understanding aesthetic like it's easier to make the choice of replacing an item or you know because you know what you you need you sort of like settle into this aesthetic style and um, this functional style so much designs based on function um, so hopefully I've communicated this it's like it's a difference sort of evolution of in my life of kind of starting out in an environment where there was a lot of variety of things and it was just kind of like, you know, when you got to do what you got to do, you know, if you can get, like someone offers you uh, like furniture or, you know, something like that and you you 
can make use of it, like you might just take it, you know, and then you might have a house that's just full of mixed, mixed matched furniture. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just, if you have, you know, if all I'm saying for myself is in that situation, there was also like a lot of items that were quite honestly like unnecessary. Like I remember, you know, some of you may know folks who have like this, this too many coffee mugs, <laughs> you know, like they just have like all sorts of coffee mugs and they just like, for some reason, you know, they just haven't gone through that like emotional minimalist process of like letting go of things. So they're holding on to all of these and there's just too many of them. They're taking up all this space. And then there's like some that have like chips in them and they're broken and they did or they just in the back of the drawer they never get used you know it's just like going from that scenario to like getting rid of all of them except like one style that you really connect with you know which is what i have done and quite interestingly enough like for me i basically use like a, a mason jar it's it's not exactly a mason jar. Um, I found a, a product in the store that I really liked this glass container. Very similar to a mason, mason jar. Very, very similar. And, um, you know, so I got, an, uh, I would get those, you know, take the sticker off for the product that it was, you know, and initially like it was kind of easy to do and I think the company changed the type of glue that they used later on which made it much more difficult to get that sticker off but um, anyways but I was able to do that over time and actually have like reuse product that initially you know is like sold as like a single use product I have as my daily cups and I love them they're like the per I just love the aesthetic I love the size I love the shape everything about it it's they're either clear so there's no you know no visual clutter there there's no labels on them at all um you know like that was part of my thing with mason jars like it says like a mason jar <laughs> usually it's like I don't want anything I don't want any writing anything on my so I just love these things um and, and again, it, it makes you think about just this kind of stuff because it is easy um, to, some people call it like a throwaway culture where it's just like easy to sort of get go through items. And um, so when I look at things like if, the, if I buy an item from the grocery store, for example, and it has a glass container, it's like, do I actually have a need for that container long term? And it could to determine whether I purchase that product or not. Um, you know, so I've kind of, I, you know, I've kind of gone through that process. So I, I sort of have what I like. Um, you know, I have, like, I don't drink often, but I have uh, two wine glasses that are, again, the, I love the shape of them. I love the size of them. Aesthetically, they're great. Um, you know, and then I also have even got more minimal with my, I don't know how uh, really, but with my sort of silverware, because I would have had like two forks, 
two spoons, two knives, like that situation, two plates. Um, and since it's been just me, I've gone down to one. <laughs> so like literally like I have one fork, one spoon. Um, I I would have to buy another one spoon if I lose uh, the spoon somehow, knock on wood. Um, I won't do that. So, uh, but I also, like, I also realized, like, I have chopsticks that I purchased at one point that I really like that I haven't been using. You know, and that's, this is a part of this too. It's like, you, you un the more you get rid of, the more you uncover, like, oh, there is this thing that I have that I actually really wanted to use, and I really, I liked it, and I just, you know, didn't, I forgot, totally forgot that this thing was even there, type of a thing, you know, um, and then you can actually have a chance to incorporate those things into your life, and, uh, you know, just another, like, little example of, of, of that process, so, Hopefully, I think I'll just release this as a episode. I think I've gone through several of the examples about how this, the less stuff you have, the easier it is to, to enhance and make decisions and be dis- discerning about the things that you have um, in your life. And uh, it just... I'm I'm enjoying the process, and uh, I, you know I just have a little bit more of peace also I think because I'm I'm also just like not spending like you know I, I don't I don't need for things uh, like I I used to feel like I needed things. And so I can spend more time in contentment and, you know, enjoy my spaces more and more because really the less clutter that they have, it just gives you a little bit more relaxation and and just general enjoyment for life. So let me know what you think about this episode. Uh, This episode is available on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, If you do have the Spotify app, uh, the app does ask a question. Um, and so you can actually, if you have the app on your phone, Spotify app, you can click on the episodes and there's, there's a place where you can actually respond to a, a question. So if you have questions or comments on the episode or the podcast in general, happy to hear those. Hope everyone's having a wonderful 2023. Thanks for listening.